Welcome back and thank you for joining us again here on the Caregiver's Care Jar podcast. We are going to continue with the second half of this great interview with Scott Sargent. Enjoy. I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but it's like, you know, ultimately we're going to kind of lose. If you think of it like a battle, you're going to lose the battle with death. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And, and part of aging is, is the decline and the, and the losses. And maybe that's part of what makes caregiving so difficult and, and so stressful and maybe that somewhat overlooked. And I'm going to play a little, you know, pun here and say the social distancing, Mm. because there is a little, I I experienced this in my injury. You know, when I was paralyzed, Mm. it was really painful for me that so many of my, you know, other track and field people that I knew, the phone didn't ring. I didn't hardly have any visitors. I'm like, what the wow. hell? And I did so much on, on working to make the sport better. I mean, I was in charge of the, all the throwing events for athletes advisory for us. I realized after the fact, it was like, Oh, that just was too much of a freak out, mm. you know, for an Olympic yeah. athlete to go look at somebody else. That's their comrade that now mm. is paralyzed, can never walk again. Just mm. like they couldn't be with it. Mm. And, and I think there is a real, unfortunately in a lot of cases, a lot of aversion and just conscious or, or, or subconscious discomfort with people that realize, you know, it, it's forcing them to face their own mortality and those uncomfortable things. And so it's easier, mm. again, consciously, unconsciously, just to pull back, to withdraw. Um, and there's, so there's plenty of social distancing that's been happening long before COVID-19. Right. Um, especially in the world of caregivers. Wow. And um, wow. I think that just, to try to be more on the side of the solution than, than, you know, ranting about the problem. It just folds back into how important it is for caregivers to be mindful of self-care, you know, to yeah. make sure that, because nobody else, unfortunately, is, until you have that, nobody else is necessarily going to be looking out for you. Yeah. Um, and to continually look for, you know, asking for help. If you, if I just stopped at the first doctor then it would have been like, okay, well, power wheelchair, you know, there you go. Uh, but mm. I wasn't willing to, to satisfy, you know, uh, settle for that answer. So, you know, keep asking different people, keep asking different questions or the same questions in different ways until you get what you want and need. Yeah. Right. You know? Finding the doctor that meets your intention. Mm. I had yeah, to do that with my son. With yeah. You. yeah, exactly. Finding the, yeah. It only took uh, me know, 25 years to find that doctor, but I kept asking. <laughs> 25, right. You know, some some friends are going to pull back and not be there. And, you know, it's been hard, but, you know, I got to recognize, like, that's okay. Like, I got to honor right. their choice and, and, and their autonomy in their life, but then find right. new people that I can connect into whatever way uh, to provo- provide the resources and support, you know, on all levels that I need. And, you know, right. Vaughn, it's probably, you know, worth um, bringing attention to, you know, for our, you know, more stereotypical male, you know, mm-hmm. uh, people you might have in the audience mm-hmm. that, you know, we tend to want to do things and how we, how we process is, well, let me just fix the, the, the circumstances and the logistics. And right. I'm, I'm very aware of that's a way that I am demonstrating love for my mom. Um, but there's two things, you know, first is to not lose track of, of the emotional arc of this journey. And I, I'm constantly trying to remind myself of like the best thing I could do for my mom after her, you know, her safety and basic well-being is taken care of mm-hmm. is to be there loving and supportive as her son. Yeah, that's good. That's what right. she wants more than anything. That's good, Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I run myself ragged, trust mm-hmm. me on all this, but um mm-hmm. And, and the other side of that is to bring some awareness and attention to the emotional journey and the process this is. It is a so slow process of grieving and loss. There's lots of little deaths. And right. um, if nothing else, giving yourself time to be present to that, you know, to feel into that, to breathe, to watch the ocean, you know, and feel 
or watch mm. the sunset and recognize the layers of letting go and, and diminishing and loss. Um, maybe mm. the journal, you know, whatever those things are. Um, prayer mm -hmm. for guidance, for support, you know, for strength, for resources, whatever. Um, and, and I don't know if I may have already said journaling, but, um, you know, but also getting other people, right. Whether it's family, friends, uh, other professionals, you know, therapists, support group, sure. you know, going on a Facebook group, whatever, you know, whatever is the right, you know, method, manner, modality for you to get what you want and, and until you're feeling fully filled up and overflowing. Yeah. That, that right. work's not done. And I, I'm not there. I don't know what it looks like or what it takes to get there, but I know it's possible and I'm on the search for that. And I certainly want that for, you know, each and every one of you out there that's, that's dealing with some, you know, of that. Right. Yeah. We, we uh, speak to, and uh, Christy brings this up that, so that we can serve from our saucer and not from our cup so that we can be full right. because so many times we'll give, give and give, serve from a uh, half full or empty cup. And that's what people are getting is just the drying, you know, residue, but to continue to, you know, fill. And I'm, I'm with you. And as you're talking, this is just so good. It's like uh, helping me to take self inventory to find what are the things that really fill me up? Like I, um, it's interesting when, uh, because where we met at, at uh, Capistrano Beach, where we, we held the OC speakers um, event, um, uh, I live about an hour and a half away from there with traffic. <laughs> and uh, so every time after that, I cross the bridge and I go sit on the rocks by the, and I, mm -hmm. and I take that time because uh, I'm not by the beach that much. So. Um, but that I can just sit there and, uh, and absorb and, uh, and while you were talking, I was like, what are the things that for me, you know, for me, I have to get away to a, a quiet space, either here in the ocean. Um, I found this actually YouTube video that is like, just like you're in a field and it's just field wind. <laughs> and, um, um, and to, you know, listen to that, close my eyes, go somewhere, listen to that. Or even as simple as being in my in my, I call it my Kia office, my car, I'll, you know, be in, my, in uh, parking to watch the mountain or something like that. And that's yeah, what I do. I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's, um, but whatever works to, to refuel and, um, and to be aware of that, that that is like necessary and it's okay to stop and pause for a minute to refill because um, I think without that awareness or, or training or education, we kind of keep running to thinking that we have to keep caring and caring. But um, really that's detrimental because then whether we get frustrated or whether we get short fused or whether we get just, you know, that's ultimately not gonna give the care to, um, you know, whether it's your parent or the people around you or in your life. And it's like, everybody I need, I'm gonna be away. The phone is off. I'm not answering emails. I need to go sit Absolutely. and watch sun soak, whatever it is, sauna. Um, or now, you, again, my car is like behaving now because you can't go anywhere. There's no restaurants to go sit in or whatever. Right, um, right. You know, so my, uh, my car is um, the place. But finding that and that it's okay, even though there's um, all of these demands, um, demands not only in the caregiver but just life your business your you know, connection oh yeah it's, it's essential yeah. i mean it, it, i i, I gotta do a little success coaching with you guys so <laughs> you know on the one hand it's like really simple breathing right mm. and when you're you know you're giving you're working you're you're exhaling right you're putting all energy out but how you you got to inhale at some point you've got to inhale right because if all you're doing is exhaling you're gonna you're gonna go blue and right. you know what? Your nature will correct. Nature will put the correction here. If you don't do that proactively, you're going to get sick. You're going to fall down. Mm. God forbid, you know, you fall asleep at the bill. You know what I mean? Like mm. those are the kinds of things that are going to happen if you don't find ways to put in enough resource for yourself and, and that own self-care or get a massage. You know, let somebody else fill you up. And, yeah. and you don't have to do this all by yourself for yourself on your own, but, um, you know, a classic self-help book, you know, 
Stephen Covey's, you know, seven habits of successful people, mm-hmm. highly successful people. The seventh right. habit is sharpen the saw. <laughs> right. And that's like, you're doing all this work, you know, you're sawing, sawing, sawing. If all you ever do is saw, you get this dull blade. You're going to have to work, work 10 times as hard to get, you know, one tenth of the results. And right. I, think I, I think I heard, you know, a, a, another version of that recently. And I think it was attributed to Abraham Lincoln, you know, saying, you know, if he had, you know, two hours to chop down a tree, he'd spend the first hour sharpening his axe. Right. You know, so it's that, it's that, it, but it's that same distinction of how important it is. Mm. I like the inhale, exhale. It's probably easier for, you know, for most people to relate to and, and a softer analogy for in this caregiving space. Good. But uh, yeah, just how critical it is to um, recharge yourself, to be able to function at your best. Um, right. And it's going to make it, it's not effective as, um, but it's going to be more sustainable. This would be another rich conversation, but like, you know, how can we, how can we have the experience of, of being a caregiver be such a gift and a blessing and a positive and profound experience? Mm. How could we have it be healing and transformational, even transcendent for ourselves? Mm-hmm. Right. Good. Like just asking those questions gives me some inspiration and hope. And it's like, yeah. it seems like a, a, another universe, but it's like, again, I know it's possible. So at least being in that inquiry and in that, in that endeavor, you know, wow. then I can look to see, you know, what little morsels of, of what's happening can I, can I have showing up more as a blessing and, and more as something that's not only contributing to my mom, but to my life. And like this, I love being able to, you know, contribute to others and, and, yeah. you know, all three of us, if we could share, if we could spare anybody, you know, a 10th of the headaches we've had. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So grateful. And if we could have any way we could have had somebody save us 10% of the agony, you know, ah. Who knows what that would be worth? Yeah, exactly. Angels and God's names. Hard-earned blood, sweat, and tears. That's right. Wow. Absolutely. Chrissy, this is a good. um, You chiming in in here. You've been you've been observant that this is good. (laughs) Yes, I'm loving every bit of it. (laughs) Well, I I feel like you know, you know, there's so much great stuff we've covered and. Um, I can have a tendency to want to, you know, do it all. I'd be an overachiever mm-hmm. and I could, I could go much more into the length. Like in, in this first care home experience, it was, it was not optimal, but I knew, um, you know, it's a private board and care home. So these are more common now. There's six residents, right. Two live in caregiver. They tend right. to rotate. And, uh, but in this, in this environment, you know, three of the other people in that home were pretty much vegetative. You know, they were later stage Alzheimer's, not very, you know, coherent. And my mom's still mentally, you know, pretty alert. Um, she's very social. Mm. Um, so that's been a, a challenge in the environment. And then the, the, actually the same owners opened a, another home in Huntington Beach. It was supposed to be an alert house, they, they called it, where mm. people would be cognitively higher functioning, which is, you know, physically having challenges which is more my mom's situation Mm. and it it turned out to be very unfortunate I think they were kind of overextended and they just they weren't delivering on things that were promised verbally Mm. Uh, and I didn't have those things in writing you know just aspects of my mom's care and as you can probably guess from some of the things I mentioned I'm looking for better nutrition you know than the average you know program not just you know uh, grilled cheese sandwiches, you know, like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not <laughs> trying to have my mom having a, you know, at least fresh fruit and a smoothie in the morning, a healthy salad, you know, based lunch and, you know, a, a broth, you know, based non-dairy, you know, soup in the evening. Like those were core elements that I wanted. And I've got a bunch of supplements and other things. Well, that stuff really wasn't happening, mm. you know, on this fresh, you know, organic veggie juice that's supposed to be refrigerated. I come one time and there's four of these containers sitting in the cupboard. Uh. I've been buying them and buying them and they're just putting in the cupboard. Not- uh, right. Right. So right. It, it just, it was kind of a nightmare. So that finally we, you know, after the six months of those experiences got my mom into this place we're now in, which is 
really, really well run. We're, you know, really right. happy. And, and it's $6,000 a month. Yeah. So it's yeah. still a, a hefty chunk of change. You know, it's far more than my modest teacher's pension. Sure. You know, we're rapidly, yeah. you know, depleting, you know, what's left of her life savings. But um, from what I understand, it's it's a fraction of the price of if we had her in an assisted living home with the level of care that she needs, you know, those right. basic services are are all added on a la carte. So, yeah. you know, you need help with eating, bathing, you know, dressing, uh, going to the bathroom, you know, going to yeah. and from the dining hall. Now we'd have to have the dog walk or she have to give up the dog. You know, mm. it would be, you know, 12, 15, even 20,000. I have one friend that, you know, his mom had, you know, cancer and, you know, major medical issues. But at the end of life, they were paying a thousand dollars a day. Wow. Right. You know, wow. so yeah. <laughs> but um, in this, in this situation, um, you know, going through the, the contract with a fine tooth comb, and then I had a two page addendum and I'm writing in like, they got to help answer the phone, like help my mom dial the phone, help her clear her voicemails or retrieve text, which these right. are things that she's just not got the will to do anymore. And, right. and, and coming into agreement with the care, care homeowners and, and getting it in writing, like here's your nutrition, here's the things that are going to be covered and here's what they're not going to do, you know, and then right. here's the dog and, you know, see, that's, you know, that's like another sibling, like that's a non-negotiable to try to separate them, you know, and I, I, a little bit tongue in cheek, but I'm like, you might as well shoot both of them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and rascal was very stressed out in the first two mm. care homes because my mom wasn't being taken well care of, you know, taking, she wasn't being mm -hmm. taken care of very well. Mm -hmm. Um, and he wasn't being taken care of very well. Feel it, they yeah. were even kind of resenting or, or not wanting to, to take care of him, even though we're paying an extra $500 a month to have a pet. Wow. Right. But to me, that's an essential ingredient of my mom's care and well-being. Um, right. And I've even had this, this has been a conscious choice. I've had this conversation with her. You know, I'd rather, you know, philosophically provide the highest level of care for her as long as possible. Yeah. Than scrimp and conserve and try to preserve this pot of gold or something, you know, like if we run out of money, then we'll deal with that. But, you mm -hmm. know, for this, for the time being, every day that I can is, is special and gift. I want to maximize my mom's quality of life and, and her experience. So yeah. trying to, to, to bring uh, social enrichment and other things around this um, has been a challenge with something I've tried to do. I'm on our third part-time assistant mm. as if I'm not doing enough, you know, right. things like scheduling my mom's hair appointments, yeah. or getting your nails done or right. you know, like just, just managing uh, like she's got physical therapy and occupational therapy. I've had her going offsite twice a week to a chiropractor. Right. Even though that may or may not be of much benefit, just her getting up and outside and out in the world and interacting with other people, I think is is beneficial. And Absolutely. of course, all that is on lockdown right now with with the COVID uh, quarantine and 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 so forth. But hmm. <sighs> um, yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to pause and I want to touch on a tangent and let you guys you know wrap up another in whatever way you may or or can yeah. keep have going if there's more ground to cover. But we'll, we'll, uh, we'll some probably. areas that have been uncomfortable for me and that you know I've postponed and I imagine other other people may is just this whole um, area of kind of like estate planning. Um, it's been enough to deal with the financial logistics of juggling of things, but really having to take a look at the tax aspects of things and the legal aspects of things. And, um, yeah, taking on, uh, a role as a power of attorney, there's, um, some really significant liabilities you can be opening yourselves up to. Mm. Um, I've been having some difficult and eye opening things around that and having to kind of scramble to address some things after the fact that were, you know, with my mom's full knowledge and, and consent, but there isn't documentation, which in the, in the context of having a power of attorney, there are certain liabilities and responsibilities that are legally um, put into force that mm. I wasn't fully aware of because mm. I've been so focused on what taking care of my mom. Right. right. This is another element of self-care. It's like, 
you know, if you got, don't have somebody else watching your six, you know, as they say, you know, watch your, watch your butt, mm-hmm. you got to right. do that for you. And so um, to not put those things off, you know, and, and to get help in those, you know, that yeah. one way or another, if you can't, you know, if, uh, afford an attorney, you can spend 25 bucks a month and, and join Legal Shield, which right. used to be called prepaid legal, where right. at least you can get some sort of guidance and, and direction around those things and, and yeah. keep asking, keep asking, keep asking. Um, and then, and then the other aspect, um, you know, I have another past client that you know, he and his wife created a um, oral history workshop and workbook. And it's just, it's a great opportunity in that, in the midst of all the challenges to whatever way you can kind of interview, you know, that loved one about their life history, about those stories, about, you know, recall those and, and reminisce and, and bring back those positive memories you know, and the tough ones and the, and the funny mm-hmm. ones and the, and the hardships and the lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can, to, you know, create a video, it's easy enough on your phone or now by Zoom uh, or uh, even just, uh, you know, catching those audio wise. Uh, it's a great thing, I think, to, you know, first of all, enhance the connection and the relationship and, and you know, get them to be able to connect with positive life memories rather than what oftentimes can be a lot of difficult circumstances in the immediate. Um, But if there are, you know, children, grandchildren, whatever, that that legacy can be preserved for other people uh, to have a sense of of who that person was. And that's been, you know, it's hard to get to, but at least it's, it's something that's there and I'm trying to attend to or, or get some help. Like for example, this, this latest caregiver or what do I call her elder care admin assistant. Mm. Uh, I found through this resource called next door. Mm. It's kind of like uh, an app for finding, you know, it's almost like a neighborhood watch or, you know, newsletter for, for neighbors. But mm. I found this caregiver cause I wanted somebody, well, she's not a caregiver. She's an admin assistant, but she's someone that's really close to my mom. Cause I'm close to an hour away. Right. She can help with little errands and shopping. She can help with scheduling. She can help with coordinating the hair appointments and the right. things that drive me nuts for, mm. she can be my mom's 411 operator. Cause my mom would call me all the time saying, oh, what's the number for so-and-so, you know, which is, I'm happy to do it, but it's just in the middle yeah. of my work day or with a client or whatever. It's just like, yeah. it's a big disruption and there's emotional right. charge to it. But I, like I found a bunch of old family Christmas letters. My mom used to write a family mm. letter every year and wow. I found a big notebook, a, a, a folder of these. And so I've asked this woman to, you know, put them in a binder and sheet protectors and you know, we're going to get this compilation and I'm going to give it to my mom to have her be able to enjoy now to look back yeah. on, on her life. And, and I'll get to recall some of those memories with her. Um, and, and then, you know, gosh, you know, it's like, I, I can even feel myself pushing it off now, but it's like that, um, you know, that legacy, the, the memorial planning, you know, those types of things. Mm. I've even still been putting it off, but it never, I don't think people ever really want to do that, but it's like, I want to address that while my mom has the wherewithal that she can have a say to that, you know, it's going to be important yeah. for her to have services at her church. You right. You have uh, cremation services that she bought through uh, Neptune society, mm. you know, but to the degree that you can, and again, probably what we've talked about in this, uh, in this time together is overwhelming enough, but you know, look for ways that you can get help and resource to leverage this off. This admin assistant, that's awesome. You know, she's a middle-aged empty nester. Her her children are grown. She's got a nine-year-old, ninety-one-year-old, you know, mom that she's helping care for. But wow. you know, she and her husband are successful and pretty well off. She's got the bandwidth to help some of these things, and it's. I feel like I've kind of found a sibling or a sister in her, which is a total mm. blessing, but I think she may be able to work through some of that stuff with my mom where unfortunately, again, I haven't been able to find someone from her church or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's awkward and I know not anything anyone wants to deal with, but you know, the more someone progresses and declines, the more imminent that becomes, the less you want to deal with it. Yeah. Right. So, right. Yeah. Wow. Trying to be conscious in that process and, you know, in honoring of everybody in the best possible way. Wow. Wow. This is really rich. Um, thank you, man. <laughs> this is so good. I mean, I know, um, 
Wow. Well, I know this is definitely um, a, a, a part one, part two-er, um, and, and which is good. Uh, we're, Scott, man, we're going to have you back because there's a lot of, you, you brought like other topics in here that you could really speak on and speak to. Um, and uh, that I think that you would definitely help for our audience. Um, uh, yeah, we can we could we could do this for hours, uh, but we're gonna bring you back. Uh, it's feeling really really full and, and and rich for now, but I'd I'd be more than happy to. Yeah, this wonderful, is wonderful, really great. Um, we want to definitely um, for for those in the audience, you can look in the show notes and um, on our webpage. Uh, caregiverscarejar.com where we'll have Scott and all of his information there on this episode and I believe this is episode 15 and um, which is cool and man uh, this is this is this is an episode that I'm going to be listening to immediately because it's such you know great uh, great stuff yeah uh, we're loving this cool. journey Christy any anything that you want to kind of Closes off with yeah, you. I just, you know, I, Scott, I want to thank you for sharing with us. I mean, I know that us as caregivers, especially when this is all new to us, um, I can speak for myself doing this for 28 years, mm -hmm. um, trying to find the right doctors and the right people to align. We do feel like the dog, you know, doggy paddling uh, through the ocean, and there's not a lot of help for us. And, um, we do have to give other people grace because they don't, one, they don't know our circumstances or have a clue what we're dealing with. Mm. And I, I love how he was speaking on the isolation part because mm. for so many years, uh, having a terminally ill son and how many friends did I, you know, I could totally resonate with what he was saying that you, friends don't know what to say or what to do. And they don't have the life skills that we need anyway to get through our journey. And um, that's why I often say this happens for us, not to us, because this is a learning experience for us. And, um, you know, we get to we get to pick new avenues and new ways to to function and get through life together. So I'm so grateful that you came on. I'm so glad that you were vulnerable enough to share your yeah. story with us because there are so many other men out there. And again, like you said, I, you know, you wish this comes with an owner's manual because, you know, being a caregiver for my son definitely put a crink in our marriage and we didn't know how to help each other, let alone figure out all these great questions and avenues that we needed to explore on. So I'm just so grateful that you came on today and shared with us. So thank you so, so much. Yeah. Uh, it's my pleasure. And just, you know, grateful for you guys and, and the blessing of what you're putting together here and, and, and doing that in this, in the midst of, and on top of, you know, mm -hmm. what you're doing in your personal journeys and, and, and being caregivers at the same time. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause yeah, we all have a life outside <laughs> of being a caregiver. Right. Right? We still get to have our other jobs and, yes. and lifestyles. Yeah, it's like yeah, all everything that's added. This is like like a secondary, almost triple add on. But uh, right, this is one of our ten fingers that we deal with, right? <laughs> In life, it's amazing. But uh, that's what this community is about, and that's what um, uh, that's that's what the and and it's it's things like this that's going to help us and um um being the again the voice and the ears for caregivers um we get to hear our our fellow <laughs> caregiver experiences uh triumphs victories and um techniques uh coping mechanisms uh their yeah. hope um you know uh, yeah. like i'm totally um uh been uh encouraged and inspired just hearing like oh yeah see that's good tools to apply and uh, and we and we need that so much. So, uh, for all our listeners, please, uh, uh, we're gonna like I said, we're gonna have the links uh, also on our Facebook page. Um, check out uh, Scott's um, his TEDx talk. Um, it's um, truly inspiring to continue on the story and, and actually will even in, enhance knowing that uh, his story, uh, enhancing about him being in this challenge. <laughs> um, uh, of with caregiving for his mom is just it, it just puts things into perspective and we just want you to know that you're not alone we're in this healing all together 
um, but we are definitely uh, check out what he does with his uh, inspirational coaching and for competitive um, business owners. And uh, I mean, even just a little bit that we got here, uh, I'm right. sure, uh, whatever that you may need just personally or coaching wise and, uh, you know, connect with him and uh, if things are fit. Yeah, I would have loved a personal coach going through this when my son was, you know, going through the trenches. So, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this um, the, the the coaching of, of that and the help is just um, these little even the little nuggets and tidbits is like yeah that makes, that makes sense we can apply it and uh, and it's helpful so um, good yeah we got all uh, tell us Scott actually uh, if you just uh, we'll write it down and put it on the screen but just tell us what the, your how to contact you and um, you know for your um, for your coaching and stuff we want to definitely promote your business. Uh, yeah, well, you can find me on social media, Scott Sargent, last name's S-A-R-G-E-A-N-T. Mm -hmm. uh, and same for my website, scottsargent.com. So S-A-R, Scott with two T's, S-A-R-G-E-A-N-T. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, until next time, everybody, uh, this is again, my name is Vaughn Foy and the voice brander signing off and uh, with Miss Christy. And uh, Scott, thank you. Again, you can't say thank you enough. And we'll look forward to the next time. Uh, and we'll keep you posted when we want to have Scott back again. Please be sure to write in the Facebook notes down here. Um, even if you have questions and stuff for Scott, um, you want to tag him on there or just ask. And we will be sure to shoot him those things. And uh, uh, I'm sure that he would be uh, in his availability to be able to um, you know, answer anything or you know, uh, give you some feedback and stuff on your questions and things. Let us know what you loved about the podcast and what nuggets that you've gotten from here. And uh, thank you so much. So signing off uh, here at Caregivers Care Jar. We will talk with you next time. Thank you so much. Be blessed. Bye. -bye. Thank you all. Take care. Bye now. All right. Cool. That's, uh, that's so awesome. Ah, this was great. Great, Scott. Man, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, so, so rich. I like. I have a quick question before I forget. So, what I really loved is you were really pushing the nutrition part of it. Yeah. And um, for your recovery. And I get to go back to work and uh, I'm a respiratory therapist. So, I get to go back into the environment of all these COVID patients. Mm -hmm. What, and you, I heard you speak about the, the different kinds of water. What kind of, what kind of stuff, what kind of diet can I put myself on while I'm dealing with these patients? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, um, there, yeah, there's so much we could, we could talk about in, in, in real basics. Um, you know, the, the, the best nourishment that you can put in your body is what God nature have made. It's fresh fruits and vegetables. Mm. right in their natural most wholesome state you know commercially uh produced organic food is even you know becoming depleted from nutrients and so forth but it's the best of what we got mm. right uh, you know trying to minimize those cooked and processed things um all the chemicals you don't know the names of um, right the salt and sugar the dairy the minimize the animal products those are all things that create quite a load on our system Hmm. Um, some real keys that can be a big help are, are probiotics and there's a whole industry that's been burgeoning out of that um, okay a lot of those uh, microorganisms and different products aren't really all that helpful or beneficial hmm. um, in a in a in a, in a starter, like very generic sense, I really like a, a product uh, made by a company called Garden of Life. It's pro called Primal Defense Ultra. And it's a really good probiotic that's got a really um, beneficial um, resourcing of the immune system. Okay, great. Thank you. Vaughn's um, little thing earlier, if you're going to drink water, even just squeezing a little lemon, the apple cider vinegar is a great tonic that actually helps detoxify the liver and gallbladder. Mm. Um, you know, so much of the body's resources can get caught up with dealing with these unhealthy things that we put in our body, but also we're exposed to. I mean, virtually any, everybody these days is being just 
bombarded and literally fried with all this electromagnetic energy mm. that's being thrown around. And now we've got 5G, you know, which uh, 5 gigahertz is literally a billion cycles per second. Wow. Right. So um, I remember hearing not too long ago that, mm. you know, that the human body is basically meant to operate at a highest level of about four hertz. Wow. Like that's us in harmony with the natural rhythm of the earth and our own, you know, biology. Right. And so, you know, you think about the cycle of a day, it's 24 hours. Right. Right. And, and every, every process in nature is analog in its nature. It's a continuous waveform. Right. And now what are we in this digital age where everything is zeros and ones. It's all chopped up, chopped up, you know, Vaughn. Yeah. Probably better than most people from a musical from the audio, yeah, <laughs> yeah. audio record to a CD. Mm-hmm. It might sound the same to an unaided ear, but our body still um, detect you know, and react. Scientists will tell you that it's below the level that we can detect. You know, no, but right. exactly, our mm. our system is being jostled. It's all this chops and chops and chops. Hmm. So energetically, you know, those are, how do you do, how do you, what do you do with that? I mean, you, there's grounding mats, there's turning off your Wi-Fi at night, you know, turning off your cell phone or at least putting it in sleep, you know, not charging it by your head or by your bed. <laughs> wow. You know, on, on, like how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Wow. But in basic, basic sense, um, and back to what I touched on earlier, you know, getting out sunshine is antibiotic and antiviral. You know, yeah. fresh, fresh air and this and whatever you can do to relieve stress. Um, I think those are, are, are many of the big keys mm. that I would, that I would say, you know, there's perfect. Thank other you. Other things you could do to, to boost the immune system. But um, when I'm talking about recovering the, the major pieces, right. Major general, yeah. Right. Right. And the obvious things, right? Like, you know, I like chocolate chip cookies just like the next person, but trying right. to minimize the things we know that aren't that awesome for us, you know, the sugar and the stress are things that can torpedo the immune system. Um, but what I have my own, you know, secrets that I know, like if I'm going to do that kind of stuff, I'll take a, a, a bunch of uh, digestive enzymes uh, and some supplements that'll help push that stuff through more. Mm. Right. Or do some lemon and 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 apple cider vinegar. You know, just maybe a a half a or a teaspoon worth of it in a in a glass of water with some lemon in the morning is a cleansing. You know, detoxifying tonic. Mm. Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) Man, all all the heat, all the heat spices. If you like spicy food, uh, they tend to kick up your immune system and and um. Work against yep. microorganisms. Cayenne I learned that really with my one. son. <laughs> huh? I learned that spicy with my son. Oregano, oregano oil. Um, if you were to, um, if you're going into those environments, if you could put a dab of uh, lavender oil, like on your chest or right at the base of your, you know, between your collarbones, hmm. that uh, lavender oil is is uh, antibiotic. Huh? Actually. It, it is uh, cleansing and detoxifying. Uh, you could put a drop on the on the bottom of your wrist and rub it together and smell it. I don't know if you ever used essential oils. Sure do. Lots yeah, so mm-hmm. I recommend people get the high quality ones like doTERRA or um, mm-hmm. what's the other one? Young uh, Living, which is actually yeah. the one I preferred. They each have like a immunity booster blend that I think doTERRA mm-hmm. is called On Guard and Yep, I live off on guard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're even better. Like that's lavender is the basic one that you know, right, is milder for people, and you can put it in a bath. You know, yeah, put it in a diffuser. Most people like the smell of it or aren't averse to it, but the on guard is right. even better. So if they allow you to have that on, you know, put that a put it. You probably already do that when you before you're going into those. Yeah, environments. yeah. Mm. I've been, yeah, just every because I deal with every flu season, right? And we always are surrounded by viruses. I'm constantly. I know that's, I, I, like I said, I was my... like a little hesitant to read that quote, but I'm like, do you know how many quadrillion, you know, viruses and bacteria are 
all over and inside your body right now. Like, right. yeah, you think you really think you can isolate yourself self and not get exposed to this stuff. Like, no, yeah. you need to not be in fear. You need to trust and, and fortify your body and your immune system. And, you know, love and connection, you know, the failure th to thrive and yeah. sudden death in, in, in syndrome with kids, you know, they've got to be held. A newborn baby right. has to have physical touch or it will die. Mm. Right. So, so, and just because you're 50 or 60 years old doesn't mean you don't have that inherent human need to thrive, to flourish. Right. 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 Wow. What is that one? Uh, oh, it's raining outside a little bit. I can't remember the name. There's a famous psychiatrist that um, released some paper or something. She said you need uh, four hugs a day to survive. <laughs> yep. Um, eight to like kind of maintain hmm. and uh, 12 to actually like grow and thrive. Wow. Yeah. All 30 seconds or more. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wow. So. Yeah, that's a tall order, especially for us guys, let alone this social distancing nonsense. Yeah, who do you guys hug? What 12 people do you guys hug more than 30 seconds a day? Right, more than three seconds, right? <laughs> yeah. Wrong. It's tough. That's good yeah. stuff. Wow. And I, I recognize that. And I have people, like, I have some really amazing people in my life that just haven't been available or, or responsive for one reason or another. And it's been really, really hard. But I'm like, yeah it is what it is yeah. like there's just no cheese down that tunnel right now it doesn't mean they don't love or care it's just their right. cup is full or they you know they don't have the wherewithal they're not the right person for me at this particular time yeah right you know and it's a go to find that support elsewhere rather than get upset and make them wrong or try to extract it from them you know yeah right you were i was about to that was a whole nother thing when you were <laughs> talking about that I was talking about, you know, I had learned, and I think I might've shared it on one of our first episodes, but I learned, you know, there was friends of my mom that she had been friends with for 30, 40 years. And, you know, in the beginning, you know, they were helpful and um, you know, caring. And then literally, you know, I, I would take mom over to the house to hang out with them and um, they wouldn't answer the door. They weren't, they saw returning my phone calls. Yeah, it was, um, and I was like, how can how can this be but you know you're right like when you were saying um i think some uh with a stroke uh, um, or whatever ailment it is that people may not be able to handle seeing that you know like you were saying the uh, mortality or just you know that could happen to me if it happened to her that could happen to me and i, I right handle that and um and i had to learn that that's a big thing learning to accept that other people uh, cannot may not be at the level or the ability or the capacity to um, yeah to care like you do or or to you know I had I had to accept even um, I call it our angel next door um, grew up uh, with, lived next door for thirty years she was actually mm -hmm. one of the I call her the angel next door but she was the immediate caregiver for my mom that came over every day and helped. Uh, which was amazing, um, but just recently in July, she, you know, she she needed to end her time, mm. um, and you know, for I totally understood, um, but it was like I had to start all over again to you know, and trust. I was very uh, understanding, but I was very comfortable with them, and uh, and I had to accept that she had a life and nine grandkids and you know <laughs> all kind of stuff that, and uh, but. But others that I would thought would be right there alongside mom or alongside me wasn't the case. And I'm like, man. Um, a lot of people don't even know what to say or how to act or how to be or, you know, they get more uncomfortable with your situation than you do. That's one thing that I have definitely learned with my mm. son is they all, you know, even if they're getting to know you, then they find out about your life and they're like, you got a lot. How do you do that? Right. You know? And you hmm. just learn, you just learn to, like I said, you learn to doggy paddle through the ocean and yep. <laughs> things come to you as you need them. <laughs> well, it kind of came and went out of my head, those parts of the conversation. But yeah, like so many of my mom's friends 
Well, uh, you know, to be fair, a lot of them have passed away. Yeah. Right. You know, right. I mean, that's part of the thing in Leisure World. That it seemed like every month she was going to somebody's memorial service or every month yeah. somebody was getting cancer or some ter terminal kind of diagnosis. Yeah. Wow. And I, you know, yeah. unfortunately she's not getting to enjoy her grandkids, which I would help offset that. And I was trying to encourage her like, mom, why don't you connect in with some, you know, more youthful, you know, groups in some way to get some of that energy in your life. But you know, a lot of her friends are just gone. And then, you know, the ones that are there are limited in their capacities. And then, right. you know, there's been next to no one showing up. That's mm. been right. really hard for me personally. It's been really mm. sad and, and heartbreaking for me to witness for my mom, who's done so much for so many people her own life. Right. She was always the one taking people meals, driving them around, you know, doing all the things for everybody else. And then the ones that are left that are just, not showing up, not visiting her, not even calling her on the phone. Yeah. It's right. hard not to go to, you know, some, some resentment and, and at least frustration, if not anger, but mm -hmm. there's no cheese. Right. Like, and I, right. and I try to ask my mom, like, Hey mom, why are your friends? And she literally like, she can't mm -hmm. navigate dress. I don't think. And she's, been one that learned a smartphone like she just doesn't have the wherewithal it's hard for even to dial the phone yeah and then she feels bad about her own situation i think she doesn't want to have to confront that herself and then she doesn't want to make other feel bad or impose on them or this is all other like this pride yeah they don't want to be the burden mm -hmm. yeah and i've been i've been trying to tell mom especially since this whole covid and lockdown i'm like you know, hey, mom, why don't you call, you know, your friends, they might like to hear from you, you might really brighten their day, you know, mm. decide to try to do a little reverse psychology. Reverse. Yeah. But <laughs> I, that's another thing that getting this uh, assistant is helping me in ways that, you know, as my mom's son, there's a dynamic there where, you know, there's a little bit of a re reluctance and resistance to her doing what I tell her to do, you know, yep. just like a right. kid or a teenager, they love their parents, but they're like, you don't tell me what to do. Yep. <laughs> right. And, uh, and so, but having, you know, Cassandra make these gentle suggestions or call some of my mom's friends and ask her to give her a ring, whatever, you know, I don't know. So gotcha. and at what point do you just let go and say, screw it. It is what it is. But you know, my mom's still so alert that for her to be, you know, cooped up in this house with other people that are just, you know, waiting to die, it's it's pulling her down. So I've been, you know, looking where I can to try to put yeah. things around my mom to help lift her up. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you guys figure out all the answers, let me know. <laughs> hey, we sure will. We refer to call you up. <laughs> we'll yeah, up we're going to have to open up our own, like, home for you know positive you know pivoting yeah. and with positivity or something like that Vaughn you know what I mean something like something because yeah it's same same thing I mean even just taking them to the doctors and and they try again they don't know a lot about sorry Scott I don't have a lot <laughs> <laughs> I work with doctors every day but they don't always tell you what you need to hear as a patient so um, you don't have yeah. to apologize to me. I was trying to be diplomatic <laughs> around like they don't know. I know you shit. can relate to that. I know you can relate to that. But yeah, going just <laughs> no doctor, doctor ever healed anybody in history. Like no, right. all they healing don't. comes from within. They don't. And so yeah, I you just learn like they don't always my doctors never told me anything I wanted to hear as far as my son's health was concerned. So yeah, yeah I you just learn to kind of find that net you know, what works for you, right? Where can you find the positivity? But well, most, most of my doctors, I have trained to do what I tell them to do. Um, yeah. But you know, it's like, I think it's good to consult with them. You know, they have their expertise and experience, but again, not subjugate yourself to what they would say, like take it and evaluate it, look for some other alternatives Right. And then make yeah. your own decision, and you're doing that. Yeah, they're educated guessers, absolutely. You're, 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 you know, captain of your own fate, so to speak. So. Absolutely. That's right. Well, awesome stuff. It's been a pleasure, you guys. Um, yeah, really thank good. you so much. I'd be I happy to connect again sometime, or, you know, maybe you'll end up creating your own little online, you know, like support group, or we could have a group call or what have you. I mean, 
That's next. That'd be fun. I, like I said, yeah. I've already thought of a couple more people in my life that might be good guests. So. No, oh, good. Yeah, that uh, would be great. Let's follow up with the ones I mentioned already and then, yep. uh, you know, move forward from there. Please let me know if there's anything else I can do, provide support. Um, yeah. And for sure, let Absolutely. me know when this is coming out so I can help share it and spread the word. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, I think, um, man, some of the things that you said, I think uh, getting our Facebook page together and have a fa our Facebook group, and then we'll have special. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll do some of these like Facebook Live actually. And yeah, say, hey, I've got have, access and I know Scott does too. How many life coaches do we know? I mean, hello, we're yeah. in the personal development business. So yeah, be able to help um, regenerate groups. Yeah. You know, we're going to work on some certain topics today. We got a special guest, Scott, Scott Sargent, is going to give some stuff on nutrition and mindset and, um, you know, breathing. And uh, yeah, because I think that's, uh, and we need the help. So yeah, we're, that, that's immediately going to be like the next step. So that's a great, great suggestion. I, that's awesome. I could see it. I, could, I, I see that already is going to, that's going to be next. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah, because how many people do we know that are in our, our boat of frustration? So mm -hmm. we can, you know, do an eight week course or whatever on, okay, what's your next step move? What's your game plan for next week? You know, we can totally do all that. Hmm. Yep. All right. Love I gotta, it. I gotta go. I don't want to, yep. but I gotta go. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and Scott, your appointment is probably so coming up really quick. It is. Yeah. <laughs> much love, big gratitude, and hugs to you guys. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. Take Bye, guys. guys. All right. Take care. Take care, Scott. Bye.